GM fam, what's up? What's good? Uh, welcome back today. We are doing a, another Metaverse Spotlight. If you caught Monday's edition of the Metaverse Spotlight with uh, King of Crypto Games, um, it's going to be similar to that one. Uh, this will be the third one that we did. We also did one with uh, Ice Age and the Pickaxe, Pickaxe Master. Um, unfortunately, that one was on Twitter, so there, there isn't a replay of that one available anymore. Um, but today we have Touche Studios in the house and the man himself, Touche, uh, here to uh, drop a bunch of knowledge and, and cool stuff about what they've been building in the metaverse. Because, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, uh, knowledge, we'll segue away from knowledge real quick. <laughs> um, but you are you are a wealth of knowledge. I mean, I, you have to admit oh. that you, you've been building in the game maker for a long time, so... Um, you definitely know a thing or two. Um, but anyways, um, why don't you uh, give us a little introduction? Because I'm sure there'll be people catching the replay um, or maybe are here right now live um, that don't know who you are. And I'm going to switch over to the screen so you guys can see us hanging out in the social hub. If you guys don't know, um, I have a social hub in the sandbox. Go to the Game Maker, go to the Drafts Gallery, search Club Z and uh, come hang out with us. Come vibe. Yeah, come vibe. But yeah, give us a little little introduction of uh, you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, my name is James, or Touche, whatever you guys want to call me. Uh, most people probably call me Touche at this point, which is still weird for me in public um, <laughs> when I meet y'all. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the uh, founder of Touche Studios, which is a studio in the sandbox. We build stuff. Uh, we're part of the... Game Maker Fun and a partner for the Sandbox, uh, and we build stuff with mushrooms mostly. We got the fun guys uh, come out in season two, and then again in season three, and drop a little bit of beans on season four later. But yeah, <laughs> yeah we got uh, yeah we got a bunch of experiences that we're working on um, nine right now in the studio, and yeah, super excited to be here. Always lovely to be on with Crafter. I think it's the third time we've been. Yeah, I uh, think. Chat, right? I think so because we've done two behind the avatars, and now yeah, now a now you got your night social club, dude. This is this yeah, is dope, hell yeah. I know that's what we were talking before we got on. This has been a long time in the making. I've been I've been just waiting to be able to do like a social hub and and have everyone come and and listen to the show. And obviously, you still have to listen through Twitch, but. Um, but you can come and hang out and, and actually experience the show how oh, I, I envisioned it being. Um, I think this is dope, dude. It's like if you're if you're like you're ever listening to a podcast that you like and you're just like, you know, I'm just gonna stop by today. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like that's the like the coolest little flavor onto the like the podcast thing. Yeah. Plus, then people can ask you questions in the game and on Twitch, and it's like a whole interactive thing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's 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 one more thing for me to have to keep track of, which I, I'm everyone already knows I'm I'm poor at that is keeping up with the chat. <laughs> but um, but you guys have learned to just repeat your questions if you need to. Um, I'll see it. I'll see it eventually. Um, but yeah, it is. It's 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 super cool that we've gotten to this point, and it's only going to get more and more fun as we yeah, as we sure. go on. Um. And you did a nice job with this, dude. I like the lights, the the little weed emote going around and yeah. everything. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I was, I actually, I have a, I, whenever you guys run up, my my crafter character there says GM, um, but 
he's also <laughs> supposed to blow out a puff of smoke every time um every time somebody <laughs> runs up but i can't i can't get the logic right to to get it to reset um because it, it'll i can get it to do it once but then it won't the visual effect won't reset but um that's yeah <laughs> that's a that's a problem for another another episode um <laughs> i actually was having that same problem yesterday dude so i feel that yeah <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it is it's, oh man point but, eight I, I, you love it and sometimes you're like so frustrated that you're like oh man what is going on right now <laughs> yeah like, i know that's, it was almost like relearning the game maker a little bit uh, like a little know, bit is right <laughs> yeah there were so many things involved in it that you're just like okay i remember this feeling and it's not at a nice one it's like i feel like i'm back to square one with all this stuff yeah i was i feel the same way because i was like <laughs> just starting to get comfortable in game maker and now it all changed because because like i yeah. for the longest time i just was messing around in box edit and then i started to like start to dabble with game maker and and then like i was starting to get comfortable and kind of know like at least like where to start doing things and then now it all changed on me like i was in i was in that builder battle um that outer outer hosted shout out outer studios um and they it, was that a point eight one yeah, it was a point eight one, and and uh, I could not figure out where to go to make a ladder climbable. Like I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I just like was not seeing it or if it moved, but I was so confused, and I was just like, you know what, f it. And I, I ended up. I I built so where the ladder was. <laughs> I I built um, or I didn't build. I placed water blocks. Um, and, and so then people could swim up to the, to the next level that they needed to get to because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Minecraft approach to ladders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cause I was, I was, I was in a hurry cause I was like, I don't know where this damn climbable button is. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do that. But, um, anyways, I was, uh, I was talking with woke zombie at the time. Who's one of the team members that we have and, uh, you all know woke zombie yeah. and, um, he was like. Uh, like we both got point eight, like about like a week, a week before it was released. And, um, and I was going, I was like, dude, is it just me or did they remove like a bunch of stuff from the, from all of our components and behaviors? Like what gives? And he's like, yeah, dude, I don't see all this stuff. And I was like, it, it was a solid like hour of me poking around going, why would they do this? Why would they do this? And he messages me. He's like, dude, there's a button on the top with a drop down for multiplayer and single player stuff. And I'm like, Oh my god! <laughs> like it took me so long to find that thing. And yeah, and that's what <laughs> that's what I finally realized. I didn't realize it in in the in the thing, but in the competition. But like afterwards, I I remember reading somebody's comment, and then I went back and looked, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like guys, really, you gotta add another element to all of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to press two buttons instead of one. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, whatever. It, I mean that that is fine, whatever. But like, just the the fact that it was like not there, I was just so it was so confusing. Um, and I'm sure yeah, that's yeah. confused a lot of people because like, there's some key things that are um, in that multiplayer screen that you don't see anymore, and it's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's like some things you don't expect to find in different screens. Like, I'm like, where's platforms? Why are platforms gone? Mm -hmm. I want platforms back. And he's yeah. like, they're they're there. They're just they're just hidden from you. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not cool. Why you gotta hide things? <laughs> Seriously, I'd rather I'd rather just be able to scroll through everything than <laughs> than to have to like yeah, click, right? click like, deeper. It, 
it's it's indicated enough in the name what it is just for like just scroll down have the single player on top multiplayer and then legacy stuff that would be nice yeah yeah but <laughs> i guess that's... all the things that we wish we could improve with the I game know. maker right I, yeah exactly <laughs> i feel like i feel like that that um this topic always comes up whenever I have any builders on the show is just there's there's just there's definitely like little things that um that could be oh my game game maker crashed um that could be um fixed but I saw Hoddle was saying that her game maker kept crashing too um which everyone's just trying to rush in that's the problem. yeah we're getting slammed <laughs> metaverse spotlights Killing sandbox. Um, so how do well, you feel about having the studio and everything now? Like now that you got a whole space and everything, you feel like it's a little bit better interaction and everything. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really like the vibe. I I think it's it's just fun to to see people actually showing up to to the show and and sitting down and listening and um and there were there were people uh, like you said like sending messages over over in the sandbox chat there were people sending messages in in the twitch like it was <laughs> it was super fun the first i bet um, it gives you a bunch of ideas too right like you're just like mm -hmm. oh I, need, I, I gotta do this i gotta i gotta make this i gotta add all this stuff in there totally totally it's yeah. like as as you start to like see and hear how people are like interacting with with the experience it, it's like oh like duh like i, I should do that um yeah. and yeah like and yeah, that's cool man you're never gonna stop thinking about that though you're gonna always <laughs> want to keep adding like this thing is just gonna grow and grow and grow and eventually you're just gonna have this like you should take screenshots you know like what it was then and now and stuff like throughout the, like the few months and stuff yeah that's gonna evolve quite a bit yeah that's that's a good idea to take some screenshots luckily i've been i've basically only been working on it when i'm streaming so like i have I can go back and kind of get some screenshots from that because yeah, it, nice. it, it has just like slowly evolved over, over time. And it's, it's, it'll be cool to see where it goes. Um, like when videos start working, you can put like the screen in the background, right. And like play videos yes. that are up before. <laughs> uh -huh. Like that'd be so sick. Yeah. And like when the, when the show isn't going on, the, there can be the replay of the week before show or whatever right. up that'd there. Be awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I, I have so many, <laughs> like, you know, nailed it on the head there's so there's so many ideas just going through my head and it's like it's, it's like i was trying to like figure out like exactly like what i wanted to like really build and and finally i kind of found it it's like oh duh like i love i love doing these podcasts um let's fucking build the podcast studio in the metaverse and do stuff around that so um, that's what I'm doing, but enough well, about you you're the first one, right? You're well, the first one to do this, right? Yeah. So, okay. so I can, so I can legit go. legitimately first say first, first metaverse podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to run with that one for as long as I can, <laughs> which I think is forever. Cause I honestly, I've never, I've never seen anyone else do this. I, and I kind of pay attention to what they're doing over in Decentraland and stuff too. And I don't, I mean, there could have obviously something have been missed by me but i feel like i would have saw if somebody was like recording a podcast over there too and well especially in the sandbox right it's easier to keep tab up yeah i mean it's like definitely definitely a person in the sandbox so if, if we have to put an asterisk we will but <laughs> but anyways <laughs> enough about about me and what we're doing here i appreciate you you being curious and um it's fun to it's fun <laughs> to talk about it but um that's on all my other streams um i want to know more about what you have been up to um so <laughs> and it seems like a whole heck of a lot of stuff um like yeah dude you 
it's that that trailer um I'll, I'll pull it up later um that trailer that you guys put out teasing the different stuff that you have developed like i just blew my mind i was like damn like they've they've been working so um yeah, yeah so that's it's awesome to see um thank you what yeah it uh, seems to be real busy yeah i bet um <laughs> what uh i don't even know where to start like what what has been the most like focus where where has the most focus been just building out multiple different game experiences because it seemed like there's quite a few um like is that kind of what you guys are focused on is is getting a bunch of games going now or or what <laughs> I, I guess um well i mean i i guess the focus when when i first started the studio was really to like get the fun guy stuff out there right like i want the the whole story to be told um, as much as we can, right? Like, obviously, not everything's just gonna get dropped like a novel at, uh, at once. But I, like, I wanted the story to get kind of get expanded from from what I did, which is like the the Fungi Kingdom. You know, on, the only thing that's really been released right now is the Social Hub, and so from there, I kind of wanted to go. Okay, well, we definitely have this game, right? So everyone kind of started like played the game and saw where my mind was at with the Fungi Kingdom game mm-hmm. um, and what the story was being told there. And then it, I really kind of, I knew where I wanted to go with it afterwards. Like there's this whole thing and, and I'll be spoiling a little bit of the story here, but like <laughs> after you're done in the fungi kingdom, like you, you end up going out into space for another problem. Right. And so the game kind of ends with this scene of you going out into space. Um, I won't say why, but there's a whole thing that happens that makes like, you know, the, the, you realize that this little like mushroom alcove that you've been in isn't the only thing um, that exists in like, like the fungi like world, um, and so from there the game kind of jumps into fungi universe, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted there to be like a transition between the fungi kingdom game and then the fungi universe. Um, so I was like, wouldn't it be cool if like you actually made a like mini game that was like going out into space? Um, and one of my favorite games of all time is Galaga. This isn't something that's actually in the trailer. Um, we're going to release a separate trailer for uh, Fungi Space Cadet. But Fungi Space Cadet is like the next kind of phase into that where you're finally going from the Fungi Kingdom out into the Fungi Universe um, in like a Galaga type of game. Uh-huh. If you ever played Galaga, super popular game. Yeah. Like one, the game that like when I was growing up in New York, there's uh, we, we had a bakery and next door to the bakery was this pizza place that had an arcade machine. And it was the only arcade machine that they had was Galaga. So, like, as a kid, yeah. I would spend hours just sitting there playing Galaga and, like, giving these people so many quarters. Seriously. <laughs> just, like, I'm thinking back like, to, like, a, a pizza joint so that we would quarters. go to that I would play just that like, I literally one game. would go to the bakery and go, uh, can I have some change? And then just, like, grab fistfuls of quarters and then go over to these places and stack my quarters on the arcade machine and just play Galaga <laughs> for hours. Um, they had that in a foosball table. So, like, when I would finish playing Galaga, it was, like, foosball, and then back to the Galaga. Back to Galaga, um, yeah. So I love Galaga, and I wanted to make a Galaga-type game. Um, so that's a game that we have kind of uh, coming in the future and stuff. And then from there, it was really about, um, you know, expanding what the fun guys really do, right? So it was um, kind of, like, showing a different... Uh, perspective on the fun guys because at, at, up until then you 
you were you're Mia and you drop into like your funk your grandpa's farm and you're in this world that you don't know about and everything and you learn more about how these mushroom people live and everything. Um, but from there, it's like they're not just the only mushroom people and they're not the only way of living, right? So what other kind of stories can we tell and how can we – we're really big on nature and stuff and how can we incorporate that mm-hmm. like, you know, live and let live kind of motto into different games. So Fungi Universe focuses on six different planets that you're no longer on just one planet, but now you have this UFO kind of spaceship thing that brings you out into the Fungi Universe and it gives you the ability to travel between six different planets. Um, so in the trailer, what you see is like a little clip of each of those planets that you go in through and explore. And that's a massive game. That's a three by three land. And, and we've completely mapped out the entire thing so that we have these different um, planet like atmospheres in there. Uh, um, so it, it, it's sweet. an absolutely giant game. It would, What's crazy to me is like you start building on something like a three by three and you don't really realize how much space there is <laughs> until you like do this. Uh-huh. And even crazier for us is like what we did is like divided the three by three in half. So like if you imagine like the whole uh, height of a sandbox map, we cut that in half and then cut that into corridors. And so really what you have is like six one by three games, right? Because uh-huh. of, how, of how we cut that up. And so it's like we're building six different one by three experiences on these lands, and it's just massive. It's it's like the social hub was a one by one, and what we're playing with now is like not nine lands, but really eighteen lands because of the way that we split it up in half. And it's just so big, and so that's um, <laughs> that's a lot. There's, yeah, there's so much room to kind of like tell these different stories, and and the amount of assets that the team has built. I think we're at. I counted them the other day. I think we're at like 1,600 assets that are being used between all these experiences. Um, and they're just, I mean, they're, they're, they're rock stars at producing assets and like kind of just like grabbing an idea that I have and then just like going off and doing their own thing with it. Yeah. Um, I love that. So that's really, our focus was that, like, how can we tell these stories and like make it kind of like an arc where, there isn't really an end in. I know what the end of the fungi story is, but we're not there yet. What we're what we're at is kind of like, I would say phase one out of three, right? Okay. Um, where fungi kingdom is kind of phase one, fungi universe is phase two, and then our next game that we haven't even started development in yet because we don't have all the tools that we need for that yet is fungi discovery, where you're finally kind of going from the perspective of a human playing in this fungi world into actually playing as fun guys um, and you mm. play as like this like world of fun guys and that's going to be a survival type game so if you've ever played you know obviously minecraft comes to mind but there's so many like survival type games that are out there where you know you have to chop down a tree to grab the things to make a, a house and then you have to go do all the stuff yeah um, that's yep. going to be a game more focused on that and what it's like to be a mushroom living in a mushroom world that has to make mushroom things and kind of live and forage for food and then go and, you know, defend themselves from enemies and build themselves a house and all that stuff. And so we have that game kind of sitting on the back burner right now until we finish the development on these other nine games that we're working on right now. But then I really got to thinking like, what, what else do we do? Right? Like you're playing as a fun guy. Wouldn't it be cool to play as a gastro guy, the enemies of the fun guy too. So that's when we kind of came up with the idea for fun guy bug out where you're now playing as the gastro guy 
um, and you're living in what a snail lives through, right? Like this, what uh-huh. does a bug go through in, in a day-to-day life, right? <laughs> and how does that look in like the fungi world? So in Fungi Bug Out, you play as one of the gastro guys kind of going through a day in the life as a, of a gastro guy, but then being presented with a problem that they have to go solve and your enemies are now the fun guys and you have to defeat fun guys and kind of go and like do a whole bunch of stuff inside of that like world. Um, and then from there, it was kind of just like, how do we really like that? As far as like the storyline goes, it, it fits into the storyline, but then I wanted to do like some other things like little mini games that are one-offs. Right. So like, um, we have zombie on the team who is an incredible builder and he, he has the way he thinks about mechanics is so out of the box that I was just kind of like, dude, what would you like to make? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, a thing that I don't like doing in the studio is giving people like boxes to stay in. Right. Like I don't want to give people it to it, like step-by-step instructions on how to do something. Cause that's, yeah. if that were the case, I might as well just do it myself. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I really want people to kind of come in and like, here's this idea, here's this IP that I have. How would you use it? Like, how would you work with it? Right. Um, so we came up with fungi frenzy, which is kind of just like, uh, you play again as a gastro guy and you're eating fun guys, but they're in the shape of these coins. So it's okay. more like a mini game where you're like going across these maps and kind of doing your own thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then when point eight came out and everything, I was like, well, we could kind of make a racing game now. Like, so how would a racing game look in the sandbox? And what would it be like if you could just like race around in little carts? Another one of my games that like I played endlessly and I still think I'm the best out of all my friends, despite what they say, um, <laughs> is, fun, uh, is Mario Kart. Uh-huh. I played Mario Kart endlessly. Same. Um, and it was like the one game that like, I'm notoriously really bad at shooters. I'm like really bad at a lot of like different games, especially like competitive ones. But, but Mario Kart was like the one game that like no one could beat me at when I was a kid. (laughs) And I was like, I, so I played it so much. And, um, then they did like a a Mario Kart online situation. And I found out how how bad I really was at the game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so I really wanted to like play Mario Kart inside of the sandbox, but with the fun guys. So, um, Biagi, who's one of our team members, um, created these like carts. I gave him basically all I said was, I want each fun guy to have a cart. Like, like, tell me, like, what would they look like, and then build them out. And the only requirement is that if you're a fun guy and you pick up this cart, um, that your head's just sticking out uh, over the steering wheel, and so yeah. you can actually like, look like you're driving it around. Uh-huh. Um, so he went ahead and created seven of the carts and then i was like we need one for the fungi family just like an overall fungi family cart sure. so there's eight different carts there that you'll play around with which is the amount of cars that were in the in the original uh, mario kart game yeah um, so i was like okay it, we're gonna have like our own little mario kart game um and that's gonna be like a social hub so we can kind of do something different from in the social hub perspective where like there is like a whole meetup and hangout situation to it but then you also have a like leaderboard and something that you can do inside of the game that's not just like sitting around and and wondering what's going on it's like now there's like a race right mm-hmm. and like you play for a race and go through the checkpoints and do all the things that you would normally do in like a racing kind of game um so so that's where that game came out um and then i mean from there it was kind of just like exploring all these different things that we could do like and i i think 
one of the coolest things is like the team really has their own ideas for what we could bring to the fun guys that I always go like, like, even if I didn't think of it, we'll, we'll grab that and fit that into the story somehow. Right. Like that's a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's kind of like where my focus was, is like building out what it means to be a fun guy and like giving people a story to kind of go with, um, that really made sense for, you know, if you're new to the sandbox, if you're new to the fun guys, if you're, if whatever, like you have this whole, you know, beginning, middle and end of a whole IP that you can kind of explore now in the sandbox. Um, and yeah, so we, we have a bunch of games now and then. We're also working on some other stuff that isn't fungi related, but that hasn't, that's, that's for, that's for a later tease. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we were at for, for, at the beginning. That's and now. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot. So, I mean, nine games is plenty. Uh, (laughs) to be, to, uh, are you guys working on them all like in tandem or is it? Is that how it goes? Is just like there's just a little bit of work being done on all of them, or is there like focus on one at a time, or how do you how do you guys handle that? It's it's all of them at the same time, really. Um, so we have uh, on the team we have um, we are 14 people now. Um, so we have a few members that are working on like game maker fun games that like Touche Studios helps out with creating assets and marketing and doing all that stuff with. Um, so those are like kind of standalone projects that we just, we, we have our hands in, in terms of like helping, but we don't necessarily drive that bus, right? Like it's, it's their project, their kind of goals in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we help out with those developments of those games. And then at the same time, we're working on, um, inside of the actual like discord that I have, we have everything broken up into different, what each game is. Right, so like the, there's a channel for each game, and so everyone can kind of see what everyone's working on. But at the same time, we we meet every uh, actually our team meetings are every Wednesday, so we just had our team meeting a, couple, a few hours ago. Okay, um, and that's when we kind of get together and do our powwows about like what's going on, like how's everyone doing, like anything that anybody can help you with. Um, and then we have every uh, other day we have a meeting for each specific game development. But generally, we have one game developer and uh, one dedicated artist per game. Uh, so we have out of the 14 people and we split everybody up. That kind of gives everybody one team member to kind of work with exclusively. And then I bounce around on each one to kind of just like giving ideas out, no, not necessarily building too much um, until it's time to like kind of go do that. And like they need help with anything. I go in and help. But um, yeah, we have different masterminds for each of those games really. Um, and then I focus really on getting Fungi Kingdom done and fun and and that ready for for launch and everything. And then once that's done, kind of jump over. I find that there's uh, I don't know if you've I'm sure you heard of the term too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I find that that really impacts the development of a game when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, right? And I didn't want to necessarily like have you know six game developers working on a single game because I felt like it would be too distracting really like like you really need someone's like mind to kind of wrap around a whole idea before like you can go and say all right like you tackle that corner of the map and you tackle that corner of the map like it it become it would look really different from Mm -hmm. one another um so i think that's the way that i i thought it would be best to kind of give everyone like a project to work on 
And so I looked at the team members and I was like, you know, uh, what would you like to do, right, first off? And then how would you like to incorporate that vision? So like Nate, who's here in the chat, I, I love his games and his idea of like, I think him and I vibe really well on like conservation and, and ecosystems and all that stuff. And I was like, I'm going to give you this idea for Fungi Universe. Um, I'm definitely, you know, I, I think that it would be something that you would be into. Like it's something that revolves around like, keeping taking care of the planets that we're on and everything and how these fun guys do that so he's the developer on fungi universe um and then we have steven who's uh um him and and biagi are are, are indonesia team members and i thought you know we we had two members who are in the same country who speak the same language yeah and together on a game and then they're doing fungi bug out um Woke Zombie is in charge of doing like the one shot games. So he's he's doing he's helping us with fungi carts um and doing uh he did fungi uh he did the fungi defend defender, which is one of the games that's in the trailer, mm -hmm. which is like a tower defense type of game, and fungi frenzy. Um and then um yeah, I mean we have we, it, so yeah, basically to answer your question in many words, <laughs> we, everyone kind of does their own thing and we all kind of meet up and and just shoot ideas back and forth. Yeah. I close my door so my dog doesn't continue. So For sure. I can hear you. Uh, we, we couldn't really hear it, or at least I couldn't really hear it. Um, it distracts me more than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I, I like that approach. I think that's kind of a, I guess I don't know how um, <laughs> bigger studios do things or any studios do things really. Um, but <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like you could definitely run into that problem where like too many cooks in the kitchen, like the things are either things aren't getting done efficiently, um, or they're going in multiple different directions or like, it's just like becoming clunky because like, like you said, somebody's working over here and then somebody has a different style working over here. And then whenever they come together, uh, it starts to look, look weird. Um, so that's a, that's a cool approach. I, I, that seems seems like it's working. I mean, you're cranking out a bunch of really cool games from the looks of it. Um, I speaking of games, do you want me to? I'm gonna pull up this real quick and just play the play your your teaser. So if people haven't seen it, they can kind of see what we've been talking about, um, and then we'll yeah. keep, and then we'll keep talking. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, let me make sure the audio works. Well, I don't know how I'm going to know that. We're just going to play it. Let me know if the audio is working or not. Oop. It would help if I changed. <laughs> Start over. Audio seems to be working. Dope. Enjoy.
but yeah, a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Dude, that's dope as hell, though. Um, super, super cool. Um, I'm trying to like, like take that, take that all in. Um, so that's seven that showed us seven of the games and you said you're working on nine is the, is the other ones, the fungi kingdom or was the fungi kingdom? Oh, we got fungi. Well, technically I guess there's 10 if you really want to count fungi kingdom as like two different experiences because there's a social hub and then the game. Uh Um, and then there's. Fungi Space Cadet, which is Dealertronics' game that he's making in, uh, for us. He's in the chat here. Shout out. Um, and then we have uh, Fungi Discovery that we haven't actually started. We're just brainstorming that concept right now. Um, okay, and how that gotcha, works. gotcha. And, and Fungi Discovery, is that the the survival game? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the survival game where you're as a fungi kind of playing around. That sounds awesome. Like, those are, those, those, that's like kind of maybe one of my favorite genres of of like style of games is like survival style like i don't know especially minecraft like i just i spent so many hours playing <laughs> playing the survival mode of of minecraft it's, and it's, it's definitely my favorite genre of games like um whenever i we like i'm always playing games with like kyle who's in the chat mr gnarls um andy we're like always in a discord call together like almost every day we kind of meet up and yeah and chat um and then whenever we're like done doing work stuff it's like we launch like a survival type of game most of the time like that's almost exclusively the type of games that we play lately we've been playing some other games obviously like hogwarts came out and so we've, uh-huh. we've jumped into that and like um you know there's racing games we play and shooters and stuff like that play a lot of rocket league now honestly <laughs> um but like that's kind of like the that's the theme for me is like what games do I like playing now? Can we make a fungi version of that game? Yeah, right? like that's that's kind of how I like picture like my creativity only goes so far. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> what do I like doing? Okay, let's do that with the fungi too. Yeah, I mean, at this stage of the game, no pun intended. Like <laughs> everything, I mean, yeah, there are like probably some innovative ideas out there that haven't been done but like almost everything has been done so it's like what what style do you like build that <laughs> like that it just that yeah. just makes sense because like in in the the there obviously there's proven ones that are have been proven to be successful so that like there's reasons behind that um so i think yeah I, I mean and that's the thing like i i think that in the sandbox, we're always going to have multiple types, multiple games of the same type, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're always going to have a bunch of RPG games in there. You're going to have a bunch of different, like, racing games and, and social hubs and all this kind of thing. Um, and it's not really about trying to, you know, one-up another game. It's really about trying to bring your spin to it, right? Like, that's that's how I see it. Like, we're always... I. I don't have any disillusions that we're going to be the best game developers or the best whatever. Like, but like, as long as we can have our twist to things and it still tells our story, I think that that's really the way to be successful inside of the sandbox and kind of continue kind of creating, um, where you're still, you know, you still have this like game, um, but it revolves around a different like way that someone's seen it before. Right. Like Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, everyone's going to play a racing game, but are they going to play a racing game with little mushrooms, you know? And so like kind of trying to add our spin to it is really the way that I thought it would be most successful. I think that that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. 
Um, <laughs> like, especially like you're building, you're already building a community around the IP that is the fun guys. And so as that community grows, they're going to want to continue to play these different, these, these different style games that have that same IP in it. And, and then eventually other people will see whatever XYZ game that they enjoy playing that has this fun twist to it. Like you're saying that that is the fun yeah. guys. And then, and then they might be like, Ooh, I like, I like this twist. What other, what other kind of games do has this, the same twist from, from you guys. And then they'll go down the rabbit hole. So. Um, yeah. And, and that was a big focus for me, right? It's like we, I created the, the fungi projects about a year and a half ago. Um, and so really like when I started doing all this NFT stuff with the fun guys, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just knew that I had to do something and I had to do it fast. Mm -hmm. Like I, it was like really just kind of jumping out of the gate and going, okay, I, I know I can draw, like I can, I'm an artist. I can do this kind of like collection and stuff. Um, and then I know I'm building in the sandbox. Like this was before I had like people on the studio and everything, obviously, but it was like, how can I bridge these two worlds together? Um, and we are, a, we are an NFT project that's very sandbox centric, right? Like we have a lot of things going on, but most of the stuff that we have going on is revolving around the sandbox. And, and that's because that's like the ecosystem that I can kind of like, for lack of a better word, take advantage of and, and kind of really, really propel that, right. um, for my holders and everything. So I really didn't want to like, you know, if there's anyone in the fungi family, that's not really into the sandbox, I still want to give them something to do and everything. But for those that are, you know, most of the people that are in the fungi family are very much sandbox people. Right. And so right. how can we kind of give them something to do where they continuously see their, you know, their little investment into this like NFT becomes this whole like ecosystem that they can play in and everything. Right. Um, and just giving them something to hopefully eventually be proud of, right? Like they, they're proud of having this like NFT that, that gives them access to all these worlds. Um, not that, you know, not anybody is going to be able to play this. A lot of the games that we're building are not going to be gated at all. Um, but there's definitely going to be things for, um, the community, uh, like in the fungi family to kind of take advantage of exclusively that I really wanted to bring forward. Um, I guess actually now that I think of it, we have 11 games in development because I guess we have the fungi. Oh no, the fungi family four is part of that. So yeah, so 10, <laughs> but then <laughs> that's really like the, the fungi centric experience is going to be in that fungi family fort. Um, that's another three by three land that we're really just building out with everyone's like input in mind. And I, I do a lot of those buildings on the stream. Like most of the stuff that I've done inside of that experience has all been done on the stream. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was to kind of like bring people into it, right? Like whenever someone goes in and plays that, if they wanted to like go around and like, you know, find an area, they're like, oh, I, I had something to do with that. You know, like I, you know, it, it's either my fun guy is in this game or like there's something that, you know, I said in the chat that eventually was incorporated into this game. Like, yeah. I think that's a really cool way of bringing in a community where they know they're valued, you know, they're, they know that there's, something in there for them specifically, but then that everyone else can explore as well. So it was, it, a lot of the things that I do is really to bring um, the fungi family back into like the limelight for that situation. Right. Right. Um, one of the things that we're doing in fungi universe um, 
where we're actually currently still like accepting people to to kind of like submit stuff is if you hold the fungi you can submit this form and you can get your fungi in the game with the name that you give the fungi and like we kind of revolve the storyline of that fungi around that person um so like i know a bunch of people that are in already watching the stream like have their fungi in fungi universe they're gonna meet their fungi in the game and like you know it might be in a hidden spot it might be out in the open it might be a quest giver or something like that uh-huh. um it will have the name that they gave it and it'll be very much like a personal touch to the game for them specifically that's that's rad i should do that i got i forget which wallet i have my fungi in but i'll find it um <laughs> uh, and check that out do they to, to do that how would somebody um submit that is that in the discord i would imagine yeah there's um we have a touche we have a touche coin so that everyone that uh gets everyone that holds a fungi every um every month they get an airdrop of touche coin and then they could spend that coin in our touche coin shop so it's like a little arcade machine kind of thing um and you can kind of redeem tokens for stuff so we opened up a few things that um were you know kind of in development up until then we just opened up that form up i think like uh right after new year's or something like that um i kind of forget that the time is so weird um, <laughs> yeah so, so we 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 opened that up so people that were kind of stacking up those two shake coin can kind of go in spend some of their coins to get their fungi in the game and it's really at no cost to them I, they're like spending this make-believe social token on on getting something out right. of it right yeah um and then we're 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 do constantly doing more with that right now the the biggest project that i have going on outside of the sandbox is getting the fun guys over to a new smart contract mm-hmm. um where every every fun guy that anyone owns is going to get an like an airdrop of the equivalent fun guy on a new smart contract that's going to allow us to do a lot cooler stuff like staking um we're going to be able to airdrop those two shake coins like from a website interface and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then from there you know once we get that all worked out we'll have a shop that's exclusive for touche coin so you know you can buy like hoodies and stuff like that and get them shipped directly to you um by spending the social token that i kind of created out of thin air yeah so it's it's pretty much just like trying to develop this like more ecosystem around the fun guys and in order to do that, I needed to have this like new smart contract thing working out. So we have someone working on that. Um, and as soon as that's incorporated, we'll add it to the website. The Fungi Family website's getting completely redone so that you have a staking area, a shop, um, and all this like cool stuff that that we haven't really done yet um, that I really wanted to focus on. But when I first released the Fungi Family, I really had no idea what I was doing with smart contracts or any of that. Uh-huh. So. Um, as I learned more, I realized that I needed more of these features that I hadn't incorporated at the beginning. So we had to create a new spark contract for that and kind of get all that worked out. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at right now with that, but hopefully soon the fungi families will have uh, a lot more to do with their kind of NFT. And then from there, um, one of the big things that we're doing is obviously everyone wants an avatar and stuff like that. So we're doing all the fungi avatars. Um, all the 2,500 fun guys are going to have their own avatars and we really couldn't do that until we got over to a new smart contract, um, because of the way that our smart contract works. So once the new smart contract is open, we'll have the, you'll have the ability to kind of go in and 
we're creating all the avatars right now. So you can go in and in the avatar list, select, you know, your fungi and then run around as the fungi. Cause obviously, you know, the coolest thing for me would be if like we're in a fungi experience and uh-huh. everyone's running around as fungi, you know, like that's hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. No, that'll be, that'll be super cool. Um, I'm looking forward, forward to that. I, I'm, I'm still like trying to find my fungi embarrassingly <laughs> enough. I don't know what happened to it, but, um, <laughs> cause I'm like, now I'm thinking like, I want to see what my avatar is going to look like. Cause, um, I, I remember picking out one that I, that I liked. I think it was one with like some spots or something, but, um, I don't know. It definitely has some color, colorful stuff going on. Cause that's kind of my vibe. Um, but, um, that 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 was a that was a lot uh the <laughs> sorry dude the, no. i seem to answer your questions with like like two hour long paragraphs i mean i mean it's perfect because it, then i don't even have to like ask you questions you, you you know you know exactly where i'm trying to get to so you're just giving it all to me and that's 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 perfect um but for for those of you that were that were not paying attention there's a lot to unpack there so you might want to catch the replay later uh but one thing that I think is super exciting that you just kind of threw in there at the end is the avatar thing. Um, Is there an estimated time when you think that that'll all happen or is that all whatever the word is for being dependent on the contract situation? Um, There's a few dependencies on that. Obviously um, I want it to happen as soon as possible. I think right now, we're in the building stages of kind of creating all the traits and everything for that. Um, that's not going to really take too long. What's really the the whole the whole thing with the sandbox is like you have to get on a wait list in order to get like a white a wait list, not a white list. Yeah. Um, to get in that like avatar pool, right? So mm-hmm. um, once we're done with all the avatars and the smart contract is done, then we'll get on that wait list and then. Hopefully, by the time that, you know, one of our next experiences launches, you'll be able to play as a fun guy. That's kind of the goal for me. Yeah. I don't really have a date for it, obviously, um, but definitely this year. You know, like, that's that's my goal is, like, by the end of this year, I want at least five of the games that we're working on to be released. Um, I don't want them all to be released because, it like, the storyline matters. So, uh-huh. like, I don't want someone to play you know, fungi universe before they play fungi kingdom or things will kind of get out of order for them. Right. Um, so like we're, we're developing the game so that they get released, um, throughout the year. And then by the end of the year, I, I, you know, smart contract is done. We have staking enabled on the website. You have way more things that you can do with the touche coin. Um, the avatars are live, you know, all this stuff kind of merging into like this bigger ecosystem. So it's about just growing every year a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean that's what it's all about, and I, I I love I love how you've been doing everything. Um, it just kind of figuring it out as you go, because um, that's I mean that's kind of the stage that we're at in this whole uh, this whole ecosystem <laughs> is especially if you want to be uh, successful is that you got to move quick and <laughs> make mistakes and then fix them. Um, well, it, it's not just that. It's like, I feel like life in general, like anything in life that you ever do, if you wait until you fully figured out that thing before you do it, mm-hmm. you're going to be sitting on your hands a lot. Right. Yeah. And like, that's not something I like doing. I, 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 I feel like if I don't have a lot of irons in the fire at all times, like I feel like I'm being lazy yeah, and like I, I constantly <laughs> need to be doing like, a few different things so that 
not only just so I don't have to like just focus on one thing all day every day, but like it's good to like you know it's good to make mistakes. That's how you learn the most, I think. And and when as you're going through these things, it's like none of these things are damaging, right? Like it's like you can make mistakes and like pick yourself up and kind of do it again in a better way. But if you're just waiting to perfect something before you do it, it's like you're never gonna get anywhere. I feel like that's my 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 rule in the last 32 years of my life, right? It's like, <laughs> like always kind of just like continuously try to do something new the next day and don't worry about the end result so much. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's such good advice. Cause I mean, and like getting things like if, if you really are trying to get something perfect before you, before you do it, like it'll never be perfect. So like, you're just going to be doing that for a long time. Cause I, I just like perfect, perfect is a lie. I think that's a, a quote or a line or something, but it, it's true. Perfect, like, is lie, dude. perfect. I mean, per perfection is something that if is never achievable It's always something you can strive for. But like, I think if you have an idea of something that's perfect, you've, you fooled yourself, you know, like, I think that you're the way that you, people should go about life is like always aim for perfection, but always know that that's like a carrot at the end of a stick, right? You're never going to actually catch that. It's kind of just like you're, you're, you're heading towards right. it, it, it. It keeps you going in the right direction because that's a good thing to strive for is perfection, but um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be it while you're, while you're doing it, that you're just working towards it the whole time. So take action. Um, yeah, I, I can, I can definitely resonate with that. And, 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 and also having multiple things, um, whatever. The there is, um, there was a, uh, a story that, or I don't know if it's a story or a quote, or I don't know how I heard this for the first time, but, um, I heard a long time ago and it, it stuck with me so much that it's like, it's, it's always kind of driven me, um, there is like this, you know, it, the, the saying goes like, when you die, you're going to meet who you could have become. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like you, you know, you die and then the person in front of you is like this perfect version of yourself. Right. Um, and it's not necessarily to like demotivate you, but it's so you can kind of start picturing what that person looks like. And so every time that you say that to someone, they have this idea of who they would meet in, in front of them. And so, and it resonated with me so much because it was like, your goal is basically to look as much as that person as possible. Right. Right. Like, like how close you're, can you you're get? You're not in a competition against Tom Cruise or whoever, like anybody famous, like your competition is you yourself in the future, right? Like how can you get to be as close as you're perfect as possible? Right. Um, you're never going to get there. You're always going to look a little different than that person. But like, as long as you have an idea of what that person looks like, I think you have a goal to, to strive for, right? Mm -hmm. So it struck me so, it hit me so much, you know, like years ago when I was like trying to figure out my life way more than I am now, still trying to figure it out. <laughs> but like, like when, you know, I kind of just sat there and, and went like, you know, what is the purpose to all this? And like, how, how do I kind of like, what is like everyone's life purpose, right? And I don't think there's like an answer to that. I think there, everyone has their individual life purpose, right? And it's what you make out of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's there's a there's a song by uh, a band called uh, The Outline um, on their album Phantasmagoria, and it's the song is um, oh, Maurice and the Oracles of the Delphi Forest or something like that. Basically, the 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 kid goes through and he's living in this like perfect world. 
but he's tired of this perfect world and he wants to know what's beyond this like horizon that he always looks out at. Um, so he packs his bags up and like he goes off and like tries to figure out what life is like beyond this like perfect world that he lives in. Um, and the song basically explores his journey throughout the like world outside of his home. Um, and he meets these three oracles that live in a forest. And one of them is really focused on religion. The other one's really focused on att attaining wealth. And the other one's really focused on finding love. Um, and after speaking to these oracles, he finds out that each purpose, each person's purpose isn't necessarily a single thing, but it's what they want from life. Mm. Um, and that song like hit me like a ton of bricks one day where it was like the, the end of the, the line, the end of the song basically says like the future's what you make it basically. Um, and I was just like, holy crap. Like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like you have your own purpose. And so what can you do to kind of make that more of a reality? So right. when I, when I approach all this like game development stuff, it's not about trying to attain perfection. It's about trying to like tell our story as best we can. Right. So that eventually once we're done with development and, and we have all these games out there, um, you have like kind of a legacy that people can explore about what these characters mean and how they kind of evolved from what they are into what they've become um, and what their purpose became, right? Like each fungi has their own purpose and the fungi themselves as a, as a species have a purpose that they're going for. And um, so that's kind of like the themes that are like really underlying all of the games and everything too. That, I mean, that's like, it just causes when you're like playing the games, like playing through and like learning all the way through from beginning to end like that. I feel like that is what captures people and like hold, holds you like as like a long-term player and like participant in whatever ecosystem that is because you, you kind of, you just, you fall in love with the story and then you just want to know where it's going to continue to go because inevitably it continues to go somewhere. Um, and I think that's, that's, I could see how that's playing out with all, all of your games and how they're all kind of tying together and, and they're, they're showing different sides of things. Like you have the, you're even showing people the, the bad, the bad guy side of things, which I think is, is cool. So, um, right. Those are, those are the, yeah. the, 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 gastro the, the gastro guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think, like, the, the way I originally, like, came up with the fun guys was, like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Um, I always forget the name of this movie, but it's that, the I think it's a Disney or a Pixar movie. They're one and the same now. But um, the, the like, the one that they go inside of their head and they have, like, all these different emotions and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, get the name of that movie. Inside Out. Inside right? Out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Inside Out was a big inspiration for the fun guys where it was, like, that's really showing a lot of different emotions and stuff like that. For me, the fungi kingdom and the, the, the seven like main fungi are like anxiety personified, right? Like I have a lot of anxiety as a person, like, you know, social anxiety, personal anxieties, all this crazy stuff. Um, and like, how do I personify those different emotions as characters? And so they, they became mushrooms for some unknown reason. Like, um, I was basically just drawing mushrooms for a long time and I was just like, well, I'm going to make mushroom characters, yeah. but they were named after specific anxieties, right? Like worry 
is worries about everything. Uh, Drippy, he's really emotionally sad about everything and his anxiety manifests in that. Angry is angry about his anxiety and he has all these anxieties. Um, Talky is very talkative and he just doesn't know when to shut up because of anxieties. Kind of like me, you know, I'm just like <laughs> adding away. Um, so if like you look at the seven fun guys and like just smush them all together, it be, it, it's it's me. Like that's that's who I am as a person is like all these different anxieties as like a living thing. Um, and like, that's how I kind of, you know, holy, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really know who I was. So I kind of just adopted different people's patterns and behaviors and that's who I became. Right. Like, um, and so that's, his, that's his, right. Like, and that's his stick is like, you know, if, if this, if this fun guy's doing something and he likes it, he'll just do it himself, you know? And so that's his personalities. Trixie is kind of like a prankster and like, he like, you know, nervously kind of pranks his people. And that's how, you know, I, I did that a lot in my life and everything, you know? <laughs> um, so like, that's who the fun guys were. And like telling their story was really about telling that story of like, you know, anxiety in a world that you don't control everything and how that, that kind of works out. And that's kind of like the, the real theme of what the fun guys are about is like, you know, living through a, an unknown world, right? We're all living in this world that, you know, as much as we think we know things, we, we we're scratching the surface of really what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, and how do we live through it? Like how, how do we each steer ourselves through that maze, you know, on a daily basis? I love the, the, like, there is that aspect to, to everything. Cause I think it's an, it's an important thing to, for people to think about and, and to learn about. Um, and it feels like you're, you're kind of bringing, bringing that to light a little bit with, um, I don't know if it's necessarily in the games, but in the community itself, I'm, I'm sure you, you, at least you talk like um, amazingly about it whenever, whenever you're on the show, because this isn't the first time you, you've, you've dove into yeah. kind of, kind of like, per, like if it were to give it like an overarching umbrella, like personal development. Um, yeah. And it's so important to, to pursue that um, as, as, as a, a human individual. Um, and I think it, it's cool that you're incorporating that into, into the stuff that you do. Do, do you, do you have plans for more of that? I, I, I don't know what you're doing currently, um, with that, but I, I feel like that could be a cool, um, twist of like something you guys could do with the, the overarching, um, fungi theme. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like the fungi itself. Um, I, I guess, you know, I, I won't, I'll, I'll spoil a little bit of what's going on. Like the fun guys themselves is really like, you know, this one person's anxiety, right? Like Mia isn't just a character in the game, but she's kind of living through what she's, she's living through what I would have lived through. Right. And so, um, her whole experience in the fun guys and everything is really teaching her a lesson. Um, and then the follow-up games, like the fun guys, isn't the only IP that we're going to develop. Um, we have this other IP that's that's really the fun guys nested into that one. Um, so really, I, like the big big reveal on what's actually happening with the fun guys is going to be like everyone's going to realize that the fun guys isn't really the big thing inside of like um, this whole like universe that we're creating, the TSU, the Touche Studios universe. <laughs> um, the the fun guys is really just like a single part of this like bigger story that we're telling um and that bigger story is called nightlight like nightlight is um 
all, all these kind of stories. Uh, I wish I had my buddy John next to me. Um, when we were sitting in my tiny house years ago, we kind of developed all these like different like comics that we wanted to create, right? Mm -hmm. And in that like in those brainstorming sessions over months, like we kind of created all these characters that lived in a single world, right? Like, and so inside of this like world of nightlight, it's kind of like a Sin City noir type of like, you know, dystopian. You can think of it like a, the way we always described it was like adult Scooby-Doo. Like it was always like this like uh, raunchy kind of like Scooby-Doo vibe. Um, the game kind of revolves or the, the IP kind of revolves around this one dog um, who sits at a bar drinking chocolate milk and like that's <laughs> like poison, you know? Uh, and so it's about like this, like over, it's like this grown up Scooby-Doo, like mystery type of IP that Mia is just one character in that game. Um, and how she comes about in that game is really what the fun guys is all about. So mm. we're really telling like the prequel to all of that right now. Um, and then that's going to explore a lot of other themes like, you know, right now we're dealing with anxiety and, and all that stuff, but how do we deal with like fear and how do we deal with happiness and how do we deal with all these different um, emotions? And, you know, hopefully at the end of the day, there's something that everyone is attached to, right? Like there's something that like, as a, as a whole, you can kind of go like, this is really cool, but like this specific portion of this like world, that's why that's who speaks to me the most. Um, yeah. Oh, Give me one second. Sorry. Yeah, take a second. Um, while he steps away, um, the the story that he was talking about um, with him and his buddy in a tiny house coming up with all of this, we I de I definitely have heard that before. So my guess is that <laughs> we talked about it on one of the two previous Behind the Avatar episodes. So um, if you are curious to hear more um, in depth on, on that and other things um, that I'm sure we talked about, um, you can go check out those replays. They're available on YouTube and Spotify, um, probably other places too, but for sure YouTube. Um, just go Google or YouTube behind the avatar and you'll find a bunch of them, I'm sure. Um, I don't really know how the YouTube search engine works, but <laughs> just go. Once you find me, if you can find me, you'll find everything else. Um, I can put a link there, but I don't know where it is. So um, there. Let just park you real quick. Yes, you can still fill out the form to get your fun guy in the game. Um, I'm going to keep that open pretty much the rest of the year uh, until we're done developing on Fungi Universe. So anyone who's stacking Touche Coin can continue doing that. And for people to stack Touche Coin, what do they need to do? Because I just found out about this a couple of months ago and felt like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no worries, dude. Um, like, we're gonna make, we're gonna make the process a lot easier in the future uh, once we get over to that staking smart contract and everything. Mm. But right now, um, every month we have a a form that gets dropped in uh, not a form. Sorry, there's a bot inside of our Discord. So join our Discord, um, register, and go into the role verification channel, uh, register your role. Um, it's a manual process. I go through it every day and make sure that there's if there's anyone new that they get added into the form. And then once you are uh, registered, you have all the channels unlocked and everything. Um, and from there, all you have to do is like, there's a fung slash fungi command inside of the Discord. You type that in, you register the fungis, and then you're automatically in the bot register. So every month we open up the form or the form really changes over to the next month. And all you gotta do is type in slash fungi status 
and you click the little green button. It says join airdrop. And so at the end of every month, we accumulate all the people that joined that month's airdrop and we airdrop them their tokens. Um, and it's if you haven't done it before, it's not a total loss because um, it really depends on when you first got your fungi. Um, and there's a kind of like a multiplier on that. So okay. basically every every month that you've held your fungi, you get a 0.1 multiplier on your touche coins. So every month, you know, you're, you're holding longer, you get more and more touche coins for each thing. So I think you get like 100 uh, touche coins for the first month, 110 for the second, 120 kind of, and it keeps going that way. Um, so now, you know, most a lot of people have held their fun guys for like, I think it's, if you hold it for over 10 months, you have a two times multiplier on that. So, um, and then that is for every single fun guy. So if you have, you know, five fun guys are getting 500 coins a month and then a year later or 10 months later, you're getting a thousand touche coins a month. Um, and all you got to do is check in once per month into the discord and hit that little green button. Um, in the future, we're going to do a staking uh, thing. So you won't necessarily have to do that. Um, each fungi will accumulate on the website. So you stake your fungi and all you got to do is whenever you want, you go into the website and claim your coins. And then there's a transaction that happens on Polygon that you get your airdrop of your coins. So it'll be a little bit easier in the future. Um, I'm doing it because it's got, you know, it, it's a manual process right now for, for me and Kyle to go through and kind of make sure that everyone's on the thing. You know, everyone has still has to remember to hit the green button. Sometimes people forget. Um, We have Jazz Wolf that helps us out and like reminding people. Um, She's one of the mods for the discord and and we kind of like have to rely on our memory. And I know my memory is not that great. So I don't want to like punish people who have to remember things. Um, So thank you. We're going to make, Oh, it's like more. <laughs> yeah, you know, trust me. That's the the thing. The more things that I can do to free up my mind space, the better. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll make it a little bit easier for people to kind of claim touche coins, and there'll be a whole UI involved with it, so it'll look a lot prettier and stuff than it does now. No, that's that's awesome. Um, do you have any idea when? that'll happen i forget if you've already answered that but the smart contract thing is being worked on right now i i think we're maybe a month or so away from getting the new smart contract implemented um and from what i'm told from the developer that's helping us out who actually you introduced me to good um, he's he's a rock star so yeah he's awesome um i think it'll be an automatic process so basically you won't have to do anything you'll just have your new fungi airdropped into your wallet um and then from there it'll be you have to go onto the website and stake your fungi if you want to. If you don't want to, you still accumulate coins, but you accumulate them at a slow, slower rate than people who stake. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, and then all the fungi, the rest of the fungi collection will be mintable on the website, but it'll be kind of like a catalog search because I still wanted to have the ability for people to choose their fungi. Um, so what I've worked out with the developer is like, is it possible to kind of have a catalog and then say, I want this fungi? And so you go, you type in the number, see if it's available, and if it is, you can mint that one specifically. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a smart way to approach that. I was I was thinking through in my head. I was like, I feel like this is definitely doable. How would I do it? And that's that's yeah. that's a good that's a good way to do it for sure. That makes that makes sense. That that's probably like the easiest on the back end to implement too. Yeah, and I wanted people to still have like the 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 reason, the reason I released the fungi the way that I did was because I wanted people to like scroll through and like say, okay, I like this one. I want that one. Yeah, that's instead what I did. Like a, yeah, instead of having it be like a mystery box, you know, that you don't know what you're going to get, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that 
you know, people would be necessarily disappointed, but I think you build a better emotional attachment to something when you were able to like pick it, like almost handpick that. Um, and specifically because we have like fungi babies and the, and you know, you can breed two fungi together. And so people can kind of choose which ones they want to put together. Um, so I still wanted that ability. I didn't want to lose that like whole, you know, make sure that people vibe with what they want kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's why the, that's why we're doing it the way we're doing it there. So for, for right now, people can go, what's the best way to pick it up? Probably go to OpenSea. Um, yeah, search OpenSea, Fungi Family Fungi Collection. Family collection. Um, we have all the links in our Discord. You just go to the official links and you can that's, go to the collection. That's what I was just going to say. I, I would recommend getting in their Discord and using the links in there just so you know you're at the right spot. Um, yeah, there there are fakes. So there there's fake Fungi Family Collection. So always. definitely click on our links. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, I'll, I'll I'll for for people that are catching the replay I'll try I'll try and get some links below in the description for you guys too um so you can go find them there but I'm for sure going to have the discord link there and then you can probably find everything from there um but so with the the, the fungi themselves do you do you want to I, I don't think you've ever actually talked about like what or like when or like how or this this all this all what what is a what is a fungi? So it, basically, you're going to be able to stake it. That's what I'm trying to get at. So what are all the? Let's just run through all of the um, perks. We'll, we'll call them perks yeah. to to having a fungi. So your fungi, first and foremost, it allows you access to our ecosystem, which is the whole fungi like world, right? So um, the games, you know, there's gated games that you're going to have access to. Um, airdrops for NFTs, you'll be able to claim things like uh, Huddle Hill here is wearing the fungi party hat inside of the the studio that we're in right now. Um, so you get airdrops for like assets in the in the sandbox. Um, you get the ability to mint our future NFT collections, which I haven't really talked too much about, but I'll, I'll spill some beans here in a second. Um, then you get um, the Touche coin, which is huge in order to be able to participate in the ecosystem. Um, so that, that'll give you access to the new NFT collections and then being able to do cool things like adding your fungi into a game and stuff like that. But furthermore, there's going to be obviously the staking and stuff. You can breed your fungi. So like um, a few uh, team members here, uh, I'll call out Hoddle Hill again uh, because she's here. Um, she, uh, she created a fungi baby out of two of the fungi that she likes. And that process is basically I sit on Twitch and I draw a new fungi baby. Um, and so... You get a fungi baby. There's other kind of planned merge collections. Um, we're going to release like Twitter banners called Fungi Family Reunion, where basically it'll be like a, a vertical, um, a horizontal, sorry, um, like banner type of NFT that you can then have like all your little fungi in one area, choose a background, and I'll put that all together and draw it on Twitch. Um, so you get the fungi babies, you get the staking, you get the access to the games, um, you get airdrops inside of the sandbox um we'll do airdrops for different nfts as well so we did like a a greeting card at one point we did like birthday cards and stuff like that we did a christmas thing um so you get all those um 
Sparky, I'm sorry. That I know you missed the stream, the baby streams. I'll be back to those soon. <laughs> it's it's really hard juggling all these things. Oh. I wish I could plug myself like so badly. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Plugging machine. I'm gonna be the first experimental person in there. Be like, I don't care. Like if I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'll just be, see if I can clone myself. Um, but yeah, I'll be able to. Um, but a lot of that is like interactive stuff. So like I, I sit on Twitch and kind of like you know, communicate with the community of what they want to see. Um, and I draw it and stuff like that. Um, the next collection that we have coming out, which is part of the fungi ecosystem is the mushroom houses. So that'll be a new NFT collection that I'm working on. That's basically kind of, um, you know, every fungi needs a home and there's these mushroom houses that they all live in. Um, and what, you know, that, that'll, that'll all be a, a whole thing. Um, and you'll be able to mint those with touche coin um, or ETH, depending on if you have the Touche coin or if you're just brand new to the ecosystem and you just want a mushroom house and you don't want a fungi. Um, so you'll be able to do that. Um, but yeah, as much as I can think of, really, I guess is the answer. Like the, uh, yeah. the, the ecosystem really just evolves and it's all really revolved around these people that like trusted me enough to be a part of this project and kind of join the community. Um, I think I've talked about it on this on this strap chat before or, or on your podcast before, but for me, the fun guys isn't necessarily like a collection where it's like an investment into something. Um, for me, it's like people are investing in me as an artist. And so I use it very much like a Patreon, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, if there's anything that I can do for these people that trust me in order to, you know, pay for a piece of my art, like now I have this community that I can kind of like, you know, be um revolve around right like yep. um i used to sell paintings you know like th this this thing in the back i used to sell paintings at like art galleries and stuff like that and it was really hard to like track down people and like thank them right now we have the ability to like look into someone's wallet that owns one of my pieces of art and then go and directly say like thank you you know here you go and you know you bought this one thing for 30 dollars one time but I'm going to continuously for the rest of my life. Con thank you. you know? yes. And so um, it, it's big like that. Like that, that's what my plans are with the fun guys. Yeah. Right? That's, that's huge with, with the, the ability of, of NFTs. And that's, that's one thing that I, I think I recognized early on is it's going to be so easy to just continue to give back to people that have supported you. Um, and obviously the people that support you from, the beginning um are going to get a lot more kickback because they're going to get everything that that is added on over over time right um and i think that's just such a great way to 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 do it because you are you are doing something um that is giving people value and they are getting stuff in return um for like participating and hanging out and and and, and spreading the word and all, all that stuff um kind of goes, yeah, goes together like like going back to like the anxiety thing, that was a huge anxiety for me as an artist, right? Like think, you know, thinking back before NFTs, how could we possibly like create, uh, not just a job around art, but like, you know, you'd be, you would, you were very lucky in before NFTs, if you could create something that sustained you, right? Like mm -hmm. paid rent. Right. Right. Um, for a while, you know, selling these paintings and stuff like, you know, I, I sold them for a, a nice chunk, but like, you know, I sold maybe one, two a month and it wasn't like, you know, I'd be able to live off of that. Right. Um, now these people trust me and, and like dig my art enough that they are willing to like be a part of my community and like 
join me on Twitch and stuff. And like, that's super humbling as an artist. Like, I think that the, the creator economy these days is better than it's ever been because of NFTs. Um, and it's not because, you know, we'll be able to make a killing off of it. That's not really what it's about. It's, it's more about like, you're able to have this like community around your art Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I never gave a discord channel out to anyone that bought my paintings before to keep in contact with me, you know, like, and now like, you know, you buy a fungi, you're part of this like discord channel that, you know, I'm in there literally most of the day, like besides when I'm sleeping and even then like my phone's on, Um, (laughs) I'm like constantly communicating with these people. And it's just like very, very crazy for me to be able to have, um, I don't want to say a following, but like supporters, you know, people that yeah. support art, people that like have, um, you know, e- even if they don't really care about everything else that we're doing, like they were, they're supportive enough to like, they, they gave me a dollar at some point, you know, and that's, yeah. and that helped me feed my dogs and put a roof over my head. And like, that's crazy to me. Like, and so as much as I can do to like continuously like hug those people is what I'll do. And like, that's, that's really all this is about. Like if, if it wasn't for everybody that has a fun guy and like, trust me enough as an artist to continue my vision, um, I'd be working a nine to five still. And like, that's, you know, I'm lucky enough that I don't have to do that now. Um, and I instead created a company and was able to like, create more things for those people. Right. And so, you know, that's, you know, if I ever find out a way to give everybody a car, I'll do it. You know, like, <laughs> like cause it's just, it, it's crazy to me that they've, that they trust me enough to, um, to do this. You know, I've, I always thought like, you know, after I sold paintings, I sold stickers and I still sell stickers on my website. Um, and like, you know, the sticker business was good. You know, I, I figured out a long time ago that, it's a lot harder to sell something for a hundred dollars, but a lot easier to sell a hundred things for $1. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started creating stickers and stuff and like got a lot of traction on Instagram because people shared it. And, and, you know, I got on some pages and stuff like that. Um, and then that kind of started creating a community around the art. And I was like, like it, it was, it blew me away that like people, like I would get online and there would be messages about specifically about the stuff that I created. Um, and I was, I thought that that was the pinnacle. Like that was the best that it was going to get. Yeah. And now we're here where it's like, now we have these like a trackable way. Now I know who has my sticker. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I can go and say like, thank you for buying that sticker. Here's 10 more that you didn't ask for that you didn't know you were going to get. And yeah. like, if I can keep doing that for the rest of my life, I'll be extremely happy on my deathbed. <laughs> so that's what I'm shooting for. For sure. I mean, that's, that, that is the goal. I mean, that's my goal. Um, and, and it seems like it's obviously your goal. So, um, and you're doing a good job at it so far. I, I, I think I would be shocked if, if you told me in 20 years, um, obviously I hope you live a lot longer than 20, 20 more years, but if you told me in 20 years that you weren't able to be continuing to do what you just explained. So, um, I think, I think you are going to be, um, on your deathbed, a happy dude, uh, because I, you know, the last, the, the last thing I want to watch on my deathbed is the, uh, I want to binge watch my own TV show, my own cartoon. Right. And so yes. like, I'm, I'm shooting for that. Right. Like, um, my ultimate goal with the fun guy specifically is to create a fun guy cartoon show 
where like we have all the fun guys in there and then you know guest appearances from like fungi family members make it into the show um and so we can you know if someone wants to voice act and they never voice act before like yeah. you can give your own character a voice you know you can give them our own storyline and then you know you can maybe show your kid like hey remember when you know we bought that nft and now it's in a show and now like the kids are enjoying the show and stuff like that would be the absolute coolest for me so like we're Heck trying yeah. to we're trying to get there um there's a few things that we've tried um to actually bring the cartoons to life and stuff and so far it's like I haven't figured it out yet. I'm I'm still working on trying to figure that out and and what the actual medium is that we're using, whether it's Blender or we're using Adobe Animate or a mixture of things. Um, but ultimately, my cart my my goal and and it has been since I was a kid is like, and that's why I started drawing. Like I started drawing because I was watching cartoons uh -huh. and like I would like pause the cartoon and like draw was on the screen. <laughs> uh, and so you know, as a you know an adult, if I could go back to my you know eight-year-old self and be like hey dude one day you'll have a cartoon on, on right that, on the show on that tv show or something um that would be insane for me so that that's my ultimate goal as like a creator is like creating that cartoon um and then from there the whole ecosystem nightlight i wanted to be a card like all these things that john and i created in the tiny house it was basically revolving around pitch pitches that we were going to send to cartoon network um and like here, like here's five different pitches all revolving one universe. Like if you buy one, that's fine. But like really what we want to do is create the whole world. Right. Uh -huh. Like that's, And so now that I kind of have like a, you know, we're closer to that step. It's like back when we were doing this, we realized how difficult it was going to be because we needed animators and writers and, and voice actors and, you know, all these different things that really create a studio that can actually put together a cartoon um, and obviously we didn't have money. Like I, yeah. I was living in any house in the backyard of my parents' house, like, and that I had built over like a summer. And like, the only reason I did that was because I couldn't afford renting in, in the place that we were living. So like, I had to live in a, basically a, a glorified trailer, um, which I love, like the tiny house experience was something that I still fondly think about. And like, you know, and so, but it, it allowed me to really delve into the creativity of like, what do you want to do in life? Right. And like, for me, it was create and I wanted people to consume my media. I think as artists, um, I haven't found an artist yet that creates to put it in a closet. Like I, it's always like create and show it off. Right. Like yeah. I want people to jive with what I just put out there. Right. Um, so if I could do that, like, and people continuously watch my show or, or consume my, my graphic novel, whatever medium it is, um, I'm living the life as an artist, right? Like that's, that's the ultimate goal is like people dig your stuff and they want to continuously put out or consume any media that you create. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of like the idea of it's before, um, when I even presented this, the, the fun guys to the sandbox, it was using that pitch deck. It was like, here's these characters and here you go. And then Seb was like, bring them to the sandbox. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Um, so now that we have the studio, we're a little bit, we're, we're a step closer to being able to um, build a cartoon and like yeah. achieve this vision that I never really saw a path towards. Now there's a path before me um, and I got to kind of just keep trudging along and hopefully get closer. You Dude, know? I'm, I'm excited for you because I, I love 
I love everything you've already accomplished and I can just see it all kind of playing out. Um, who know, who knows exactly how it's going to play out, but it's going to be a yeah. cool, cool journey to, to <laughs> be a part of somehow. Um, obviously I'm going to try and keep having you on the show. So that'll be my little, little touch uh, <laughs> onto this journey, but it'll be, it'll be an awesome one to watch from, from the sidelines as well. Um, and as part of the fun guy fam, cause I fucking, I love what you're doing and I'm going to try and pay more attention um, <laughs> to, to everything. Um, you know how the space is. Um, yeah, we'll uh, have your uh, we'll have your fun guy in the game as a podcaster. Maybe uh, yeah. we can uh, give him a little studio inside of one of the games. Oh, uh, like, that'd be constantly dope. Just, like interviewing. <laughs> yes, that'd, that'd, be, be, that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> that'd be dope as hell. I'll submit that form today. After Sweet, after the show, well, I shouldn't I shouldn't promise that. I'll, I'll submit it tomorrow. Probably probably is more more likely how it's going to play out. But um, but yeah, I think I think that would be awesome. Um. I still haven't I still haven't found where which wallet it's in, but I have I have many <laughs> wallets. So um I think it I think it might be in one of I, I used to use one wallet that now just has all polygon stuff on it because because nice. you can't transfer multiple polygon assets at the same time. Um, I had no idea. That's at, new to me. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least not and not in a way that I know how. Like like you can't do it on, on OpenSea. You can't like transfer Oh, interesting. more than hmm. one at a time, but you can do you can do quite a few if not as many as you want for on Ethereum, but whatever. Um so everything's sitting in that one wallet and I don't have that with me. Um but um but yeah, needless to say, um everything that you are doing is super cool and i know that um, judging by people in the chat that they they love everything that you're doing as well um i think that this is probably a good spot for us to to start wrapping up things um yeah. thank you obviously for for coming on I, I love chatting with you and i look forward to our next next chat already um, if you want to take any time to just let people know where they can find you really is is the most important yeah, piece um, of that. I guess the biggest thing is go to discord.gg slash fungi. That's how you get into our discord channel and become a part of that uh, ecosystem. You can find me on Twitter at Touche Studios. Um, and then hopefully uh, you'll see us in season four. Uh, I was going to say, I, didn't, I don't know if we did, we did we get to everything that you wanted to, to talk about too, by the way. I didn't get to ask you that before I started uh, closing things down. Cause... I, I, didn't, I didn't spill all the beans, but I'm, I'm happy to leave it here and, and, and talk about more beans on, a, on, another, on, another, uh, on another episode of Behind the Avatar or Metaverse Spotlight, or I don't know what you're calling these these days, but um, this I'm one's super a, proud of the, you, dude. The... I, I love how you're evolving this ecosystem. This is like... I, I don't know if I can say that I'm proud of you, but I am. This is like the su sure super cool to like be like it, like the first time we did this. It was like I think it was like a Twitter space or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we did a Twitch, and now we're doing like this inside of the game and everything. Um, I'm super happy to see how this is developing, and like I really, I, I'm I really can't wait to see like what else you do with it. I think this is like one of the cooler things that's happening in the sandbox right now is like wow. being able to sit down and talk with creators and stuff like that. Um, it gives perspectives, you know, a lot of the things I talk about on this show, I never really even talk about on my own channels and, you know, it, it takes someone asking you these questions to really come up with answers, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's really cool to see, like, you have great questions, you have a really good, like, atmosphere here and it's, yeah, I, I don't know, it's just really cool to be a part of this. So thank you, dude. Like, this is really awesome.
Well, yeah, and thank you for the kind words. I appreciate you saying it. And I, I, I feel like I resonate a lot with with your story and your journey because obviously we're on different paths. But I, I think of things the same way way as you. And like this is just what I love doing. I love I love talking to people. I love getting to know know people's stories. And I, and I love just kind of picking apart how how people do things and and <laughs> admittedly giving my my own un, unsolicited advice because the that's just what I do on a day-to-day basis is just like whenever I see <laughs> things I'm like oh how would I do that or would I do that differently or this or that or like it, it just like all and and the metaverse in general is just something that really sparked something in me early on so I I love talking about it and just learning more and more about it and just seeing how other people are doing things so um that's kind of what has happened with the show and I think it's just going to continue to evolve so um I'm I'm grateful for for having the the ability to bring people like yourself on to the show and give people um somebody to listen to other than just me because if it was just me talking up here (laughs) I don't know I don't know if it would be the same same uh quality of content um for those of you that watch my (laughs) my solo streams you you can understand um but um yeah, thank you. And thank you guys for showing up and listening. Like that's that's a a big thing that has kept this going is your guys support and and just you guys being here, um lending your ears and and asking questions along the way whenever you have them. Um even though I miss them in the chat all the time. Um so I appreciate you guys all for being here and we are going to get more beans on a later episode um from your man Touche, but until then um you take it easy touche and thanks crafter appreciate you uh, thank you everybody for for uh tuning in and, and watching thank you to the touche studios team you guys are absolutely killing it uh, i can't wait till people get to play the, all the hard work that you guys have been working on um and yeah there's there's a lot of beans there's always going to be more beans i think uh but we'll open those cans at a later time uh the one thing i'll say about season four is my my plan is, and the, the way things are looking, is you'll have multiple fungi experiences. Um, so hey. that'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited about uh, kind of doing um, more and then actually getting you guys to play the the games and not just like the social hub environments and, and seeing what those are all about. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and then, yeah, guys, thank you so much for the support. As always, like, it's it's not lost on me. I wouldn't be anywhere without... Uh, people that believed in me and I think you guys are a huge part of that you know so um, a lot of love to you a lot of love to you crafter this has been amazing again um, and I I want to be back in a in a month or so to talk more and and spill some more beans <laughs> hell yeah well I was gonna say the the door is always open for you man so um, whenever you want to come and vibe or spill beans you're more than welcome to come on and, and do so so um, we love having you the chat loves having you um, and I just look forward to our next chat because I know it's going to be some exciting, more exciting new stuff. It always is, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it always is. definitely. So um, th- and thanks again, guys, for showing up. I'm going to switch it over to the loading screen. Let me know if there's anyone that I should rate or anything. And if you're catching the replay, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button, um, whatever other buttons you can do. Drop some comments below who Actually, you want to see next. Speaking of, speaking of raids and team members, uh, Wayward is live right now if you want to raid her. Hell yeah, that's where we'll be going. So hang on, guys. We are going for a fun ride over to Wayward Stream, which is always a delight. 
Um, you guys have a good night. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate you all. Thank you guys. Peace.